The truth was sold, that's where the trail goes cold My shoulders shudder at the thought of puffing my chest out as I walk home alone Under the arches, there's this blow With a car boot full of stolen phones Knock off cologne and mink carcasses Limit in condition from Selfridges, mate I see arsonists with business rates etched on the back of empty matchboxes And police officers getting their truncheons polished off in the bushes Wondering what all the fuss is about and what I'm looking at But if looks could kill, my vacant gaze wouldn't even pierce the skin I'm not lazy, ambitious, just something I've no interest in yet. At least when I meet my maker, I'll embrace all my mistakes As I descend into the bowels of hell, the shit-eating grin on my face Welcome back to the record room, I'm Josh And I'm Owen And we're here to talk about music and all that implies aren't we there we Owen? are the nerds who read the liner notes God, you're so nerdy oh gnarly and gnarly yeah one loud one, one i cannot loud, find one that <laughs> hello there we go hello. 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 hello 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 i'm gonna have to like label that one there's nothing wrong with tru- that every time i have a trouble finding that labeling is good Yes, Labeling exactly. Labeling keeps us out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> so, um, Owen, how you doing, man? Man, I am really, really good. Awesome. Really good. I ate some delicious fajitas for Mother's Day luncheon today. Nice. Had a couple of mimosas. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Glorious. A little, a little glorious action. You had some mimosas. Ma, oh, nice, well played, sir. Yeah, they yeah. were definitely mimosas. Ah, excellent, excellent. Yeah, yeah. If if you've not ever done the uh, the glorious on on Mother's Day, it's it's worth the trip. It's wonderful. All right, I'll keep that in mind for sure. <laughs> what about you, man? How's about you? How how are things with you? Oh, actually, things are really good. Cool. Um. Uh. Well. Well, the boy got a the boy. The which the, one? The boys. <laughs> Well, the other one can't really do this yet, but the boys got a brand new swing set. Oh, nice! On uh, Thursday, you could and like duct so, tape the other one in there. Like, uh, yeah. Well, there's a baby. Them. We bought the baby swing. So, oh, there you go. Okay, yeah. So it's it's really good, but he's still too young for that. So we're not going to put him in there yet. But duct tape is the, the answer, man. The, you can duct tape him in there and be fine. Listen, Uncle Owen, I don't <laughs> think this is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> it is but, true. Um, I'm totally in uncle mode. But the four year old. All he wants is me to push him on the swing and keep trying to teach him how to kick and pump and kick and pump, but he's not there yet. Uh, so I don't mind it because I go out there and I take my my uh, my Bluetooth speaker with me, and uh, I just kind of listen to music while I'm pushing him, and it's Excellent. great. And it's great because the weather's been awesome, and uh, we've, we've just been having a great time. We had a good Mother's Day, and yeah, man, things are good actually and yeah summer's like two weeks away exactly it's fantastic man things are things are looking up so that's good that's good yeah, you, you mentioned uncle owen like i you know it's mother's day so i, I took a, a gift to my mom and my sister what's up mom and sister and i had to take a, a gift for my niece too so i got uh you know i ha- i can't say no to my niece yeah so, but and i, I also gave her all, all trouble, of my though. shredded cheese oh good at the dinner table so mm. Well, I hear she causes all the trouble. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's all the stuff. All the things she yeah. causes. Yeah. 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 It's all her fault. Especially around here, too, man. She yeah. uses all my towels. That's strange. Drinks all my milk. That's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, interesting. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> well, uh, hey, uh, I believe there's a congratulations in order from Owen this this week. Owen, really? Yeah, Does, aren't you going to congratulate the listener? Oh yeah, I for, thank you for giving me. I, I'd, I'd forgotten about that. So we. Ladies and gentlemen, fine. We need to come up with a name for our listeners. We do. Like not not like you know it because I know you hate paired heads, but uh-huh. something of that ilk. Yeah. No. Nothing, Jimmy. But <laughs> record heads. Oh, there we go. All of vinyl, our record heads. Vinyl we, idols. We. Oh, that's nice too. We yeah. could, we could we could probably uh, vacillate between the both the two of them. We need to work on them. And see yes, what we can exactly. Find. So so uh, record heads or uh, vinyl folks, whatever you want to be called. Just hey, Twitter is a good place to let us know what you'd like to be called. Uh, we're on the cusp uh, of uh, of uh, of uh, a large of a, a shift, if you will. We're on the cusp, the verge, the precipice even, of 200 listeners. So, ladies and gentlemen, 200 listeners, you are the 200th listener. There we go. Congratulations to you. You are a 200th listener. Way to go. Congratulations! All you did was hit play. Good let let us know. Let us know who you did. Who you uh, who you are, and I'll come like shoot a graffiti, like one of those those cannons, those uh, those those uh, cool cannons that you can kind of confetti cannons. That's what it is. That's the word I was looking for. That's what he'll do, and then I will come and shoot a t-shirt cannon at your face at point blank range. So. And and the t-shirt <laughs> will say, "Do you want to go first? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that was too much so yeah congrats well, to you 200th listener indeed indeed well um let's talk a little bit about the show let's talk about what's going on uh we're gonna do a segment we've never done called uh the latest listen dump and we'll talk more about that here in just a minute <laughs> we're gonna we're actually gonna it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, gonna be a long one folks um <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, we're going to review an album that Owen is in love with. It's yes. uh, Morgan Wade's album. So that should be fun. And then we have our top three, which are top three songs about space. Yes. In tribute to our, uh, this this past week was uh, May the 4th be with you and, and May the 5th, Return of the 5th, or Revenge of the, or Revenge of the 5th. I can't even say anything right. This How is fantastic. This I'm having so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought we would do a space top three. Indeed. So we're going to do... Oh, uh, and the Bad Batch started too. So oh, yeah. Well, we, uh, we watched episode one. That was great, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So um, Owen and I were talking, and we've noticed, and we've noticed this for a long time. It kind of always goes this way, but when there's... When it's time for everybody to put out singles, they tend to do it all at once. So one day, Owen and I were kind of going back and forth, and I'm like, oh, dude, so-and-so put out a new single. And he goes, oh, yeah, so-and-so did. And just this chain of new singles that have dropped. 
So uh, we were like, well, let's just do a whole segment of new singles and we'll call it the latest listen. Dumb. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we have to kind of honor that too, because that, I mean, that's definitely uh, an established industry release schedule now is they don't always release full lengths. Sometimes they'll release an EP or even a single. And yeah. so I think in order to keep up with all of that stuff, we probably need to occasionally do a dump. Yes, a <laughs> dump. Now you need uh, a sound effect of a toilet flushing. <laughs> That's, That's a good one. Need. I'm gonna have to yeah. write. I need to write down notes. Yeah. Keep that. Keep that up. I and a, uh, I have a sticky note over here. I and think I'm guess write. what, folks? We actually planned before the show and decided. It's a sticky note. I'm gonna write this down real quick. Wow, he really is. That's uh, that's crazy. Uh, we've actually planned who's going first in our little dump. So, <laughs> so um. Uh, I guess I'm going first. Okay. <laughs> and then he'll go, and then I'll go, and then we've got about eight new singles. We're going to play a little bit for you of each. But the first one is uh, somebody from Dallas Way, and it is uh, that of Miss Annie Clark, also known as the lead singer for and, and principal songwriter of St. Vincent. St. Vincent. And the new single off of her new album called Daddy's Home, which will be out fairly soon, I believe. Uh, this is called Pay Your Way in Pain. Miss Annie Clark and St. Vincent, pay your way in pain. Uh, thoughts, critiques, criticisms. Owen. I thought it would be re really fun to, to you could re recut that track with, uh, with the pitch adjuster and uh, it'd be all kinds of fun. Like you gotta pay <laughs> your way in pain. Yeah, I, I no, I, I liked it. I just I did want to play with the pitch adjuster. That was kind of fun. So you're you're borderline Leslie Jordan there. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. I uh, so the reason I brought that track in is because the first time I heard it, the influence of Prince. If oh, you don't hear Prince nice. in that, 
Nice tie-in, sir. It's so good. Like that that's what drew me to it. And I um have limited uh exposure to St. Vincent and you're going to laugh because I've actually seen her in concert. I I I know what she's capable of. She's a fantastic guitar guitar player. Um but as far as like sitting down listening to her albums and stuff like that, I've never done it. I uh I do think I'm going to check this one out though. This oh, is yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it 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 was one of those things and you know me it was it seemed inaccessible at first, but I think the more I listened to it, the more I got into it. And I think the reason why I am more apt and willing to do that is because of my love of jazz. Because uh, when I started listening to jazz in college, like John Coltrane, it just sounded like a gobbled mess. But the more I listened to it, the better it got. Well, now there's this little voice and it's like, well, maybe I need to have repeated listens. And I think the more I listen to this St. Vincent, the more I dig it. Yeah, it's a, it's a solid single. Um, I'm just impressed by how different it feels from everything else I have heard from her. So totally. Yes. Yeah. It's really cool. Anyways, I look forward to that album. What you got on? Absolutely. So uh, the first one I'm going to go with is um, a band that I freaking adore. So uh, it's a little band called camp C double a M P and their 2020 release is one of my all time favorite albums. They're just kind of that folky, hippie thing that I really, really dig. And uh, I noticed that this dropped a while ago. It's been a couple of months. And I've been kind of waiting to say anything on the show until maybe a full-length drop. And this kind of gives me a chance to discuss them. But this song is called Square One from The Greatness of Camp. Had to find some higher ground Had some fear to get around You can say what you don't know Later on won't work no more Last time through I hit my tracks So well I could not get back Yeah, my way was hard to find Sell your soul for peace of mind Square one, my slate is clear Rest your head on me, my dear Took a world of trouble Took a world of tears Took a long time To get back here Tried so hard to stand alone. Struggle to see past my nose. So that is the greatness of camp. One of the first things I thought of when I heard that was our conversation a few weeks ago. Uh, when um, when I was talking to you about the vibe at my house and it's real chill and it was kind of opposite of the band you were talking about. <laughs> that that's that's the vibe at my house. Like it's just real laid back, chill. I like to sit in my bed. I have a big old overstuffed leather chair and 
put that on and put a little, little incense going, kind of, you know, a little pinyon incense, kind of just chill, a little adult beverage. It's a nice evening until my cat, you know, starts to come and bug me for food. But uh, yeah, it's a kind of kind of a cool vibe. What do you think, sir? Um, I, I really dug it. Uh, I was listening to it. I like the guy's voice. Yeah. Um, I like the instrumentation of the the organ on this particular song. The thing that really stuck with me, and please forgive me, I'm not saying he's ripping anything off, but what I will say is the the verse is very reminiscent of the melody line to the boys are back in town verse. Is it? Is it ripping it off no, or is a, it honoring? It's honoring slash rethinking it. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. I like that. Yeah, I just, yeah, I yeah. thought I'd throw that reframe at you there just, just for fun. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> actually, since you said that, uh, one of my favorite songwriters, I think you're aware of him. His name is Dan Wilson. Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, if you don't know who Dan Wilson is, he's the songwriter uh, for Semisonic, but he has done many other great things like Dixie Chicks and well excuse me the Chicks and uh many other bands I just can't think of them right now but he's kind of become a behind the scenes songwriter and if you follow his Instagram he just gives you songwriting advice that's it that and so one of cool. his one of his uh his entries was don't worry about if it's been thought about thought about oh, what was it don't worry about if you've heard it before just figure out a way to rethink it again That's good or something and That's it's really real good. zen-like stuff and i'm right. like jeez this guy, almost there's mantra a reason, like there's a reason he's up where he is and i'm not <laughs> for sure absolutely but well, um, i will say speaking about semi-sonic one of my favorite musical conversations to have with people is to talk about the uh, the the lyrics and the meaning behind the song "Closing Time," because no one ever really gets what that song is really about, and I don't know that I heard it until I heard him say it. Yeah, it's about you know childbirth. It's about yeah. <laughs> it's about his yeah, wife having a, a kid. Really? Uh, the, did you? I guess you heard the song exploder on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's that's crazy. Yeah, exactly. That, that is a crazy like if you go listen to Song Exploder for that one. Hey, um, before we go on, can you talk about the song that was playing at the first? We didn't get a chance to do that. Oh, that is right. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we did not hit that. So that is a band called Yard Act out of England, and that song is called Dark Days. It's just talking about kind of the the situation the world's in, all of the uh, angst and things that's around. Um, I found that I am a huge um, fan of Bandcamp, and I found that on Bandcamp. It was one of those things that uh, I get an email from them regularly that says, hey, you've listened to yada, 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 X, Y, Z lately. You ought to listen to this, and Yard Act was on that. So it, they're really good. They're kind of punky. They're kind of punky in Englandy. So they've got a they've got a real clash sound. Definitely. I got to say, as local or former local music, I don't know. I guess I'm in between. I don't know what I am. But you're still uh, local. I'm a local musician. I must say, uh, I appreciate you loving the band camp. You know, like, oh, the band every, camp is amazing. Every so often, they waive like their fees, and it's just pure uh, profit. 
yes. for, the, for the artist. So that's, Boy, and yeah, I don't mind investing on those days. I buy that, a lot of stuff. That's that's really cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's roll on it's to the next. Back to you, sir. To the next dump. Uh, so I love the 90s. Sorry, I do. And every once in a while, I will go back to a band from the 90s. And actually, we've talked about this band before. Um, this is the new single from the Counting Crows, and it's called Elevator Boots. Bobby was a kid from around the town. Kicks pumped up and head held down. Underwater more than he was up. Submarines in bottle green, imaginary flight machines, but in blue jean flares he bubbled like a seven up. Everybody wants to know you when you're the only one to know. Shoot it till you feel alive and play one more show. So here's the deal. I, I always like to go back and revisit bands from the 90s, even if I haven't heard from them in a while. If I see something that maybe piques my interest, like, oh, okay, the last two albums weren't good. Maybe they'll have something. I think it's been several years since I've heard anything that I thought was decent from them. And here, this track to me is really like pretty solid. And I like that it's, it's kind of sparse because the last few albums, or especially if you go back to the Hard Candy album, which because of one song, Owen condemns to hell. Um, if you go back to that album, it's very well produced, very glossy, very shiny, lots of instrumentation. This feels stripped back and just just inches away from going country to me. Um and, and I thought, I just thought when I heard it, I was like, man, I really like this. It's, it's not necessarily a departure for them. It's still totally the Counting Crows, but this is a band that probably needs to return to that because they are irrelevant, right? No one cares about them anymore. <laughs> and um, this kind of return might, you know, at least remind old fans, hey, you remember us? We can still do this. It's still pretty good. But I've always thought that Duras was a great songwriter. Anyways, oh, and the other reason I picked it is because it was one of those songs where the moment I heard it, I was like, Owen might like this. I didn't say that he will like it. I said that he might. If he There's can get chance. past if he can get past that one error that you have oh condemned my God. him. Like, if he can get past that, then he can like this song. So, uh, what'd you think? I, you know what? I really liked it. I, the first time I listened to it, though, I felt like, you know, because I collect records. Everyone knows that's about me. And uh, it feels like, because I, and I also, I don't know if you know this. Uh, well, you, I know you know this, but I don't know if, if our if our record heads know this. I'm going to force record heads. 
<laughs> I like that. I one. also, in addition to collecting vinyl, I rebuild vintage audio equipment. Uh, and so one of the cool things about old turntables is they have those really cool pitch adjustments with the with the um, the 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 red light that shines against the little metal plate on there so that you can kind of get the pitch just right. And the first time I heard it, it sounded like the pitch adjustment on the record was too low because, you know, Duritz, he's getting a little older and his voice is lowering. But that's neither here nor there. I really did like it. And I do, I feel like, you mentioned that it's almost country. I feel like they're kind of getting up into the Laurel Canyon thing, which I love the Laurel Canyon sound, whether it's country or Dawes or any Neil Young, any of that Laurel Canyon-y type stuff. That, I feel like, is where they can rejuvenate themselves. Yeah. So it's, it's and it almost has kind of a 70s feel, too. Definitely. Like, yeah. Um, but this is off of an upcoming EP. Now, I don't know if that means there's a full album coming, because it's, if you look at it, it's called, like, Buttersweet or something like that. I, I don't know what it's called, but it's, like, Volume 1. So I don't know if they're putting out more EPs and we're going to get a whole album eventually, but uh, great track. I really enjoy it. Um, it's good to know that Owen liked it too. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it, anything is better than Pave Paradise and put in a parking lot. You're just God. mad because Vanessa, Vanessa Carlton was on that track. Oh, it's so terrible. <laughs> just, you know so what, Owen? What do you have so you can wipe that? from your mind oh well that's thank you for that transition so yeah um, you have? i'm really super proud of my list so i've been sitting here wondering which one i'm going to go next with so last week's latest listen was a new singer that that i kind of found on that emerging americana list her name is i i mispronounced her name last week her name is amethyst kia i said kaya last week but it's actually kia and um Record heads, if you have not listened to any of the stuff Moby has done in the last month or two, he's really he's really creating some cool, crazy synergy with his music. And there's even stuff that he's been doing, like with Chris Christopherson, that's got this really cool vibe. So Moby has done this this track with Amethyst Kia and Gregory Porter, and it's called Natural Blues. Um. And so he does all the instruments, they just sing, and he does, you know, all the instruments. So it's a really, really cool thing. And so that's where I'm going to go with the with my next track here. Here we go, Natural Blues. Oh, Lord, in my trouble so hard. Oh, Lord, in my trouble so hard. No, nobody know my trouble but God. No, nobody know.
So yeah, so that is uh, Natural Blues. I just feel like I love how it starts out and it kind of builds and then the bongos come in. Uh, it's just a cool thing. And man, I love, I could hear Amethyst Kia sing all day. She's so soulful. And it's like blues and soul all in one. And she's so phenomenal. So I followed her on a tick, the TikTok as well. The TikTok has got a lot of cool stuff with her. So um, I've heard the original version to that song yeah. that Moby did years ago. Yeah. Um, and I got to say, this blows that one out of the water. Oh, for sure. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. That that that's that's really cool. And I, you know, it's we've talked about before how hard it is for a musician to go back and reimagine their original work. And he he really nails it here. Um, I did have a question for you because okay. one of the singles, I guess I, you're, uh, you sent me one with Chris Christopherson in it. Yeah. And I went back and I looked at like the cover of one of his albums and it had the little insignia on the lower right hand corner that implies it's a classical composition album. Right. Has he gone that far with this? Is that what's yes. happening? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I okay. think it's all part of the same project. That's amazing. I know that, it's really cool, and I mean that, it. The yeah. the whole thing now with Gen Z is you know making a vibe. I feel like that uh, everything that I've heard from that is it's it's a definite vibe. It's definitely cool. Yeah, man. That that's really that's really great. I I super enjoyed that. That's, yeah. No, it's good stuff for mm. sure. And I, I it's one of those things I heard it once, and I kept listening to it again and again and i added i have a playlist that's called uh current flames yes where i kind of dump all of my favorite current salt like this into it and actually if i may if i may uh promote a little bit the record room latest listens playlist that i have been making on spotify it's really rounding out to be a wonderful playlist and you can download it off of the twitter guys so Check it out. It's wonderful. It's got all these all today stuff on it as well. Yes, record heads. Yes, record heads. Download, <laughs> yeah. I follow no, follow it. I hope no one is offended by the by the the given name of record heads. <laughs> Cuz you're you've been using it. I just, I'm pushing I just, it, man. Yeah. Someone give me a better one on on Twitter and I'll stop pushing it. Man, there's a dare. Want- well, every week it's like, hey, can someone throw us a top three? Nothing. Crickets. Yeah. Fine. We'll think of something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, we'll, we'll, we know you're listening. We see it. We know right. you're listening. That, um, that might be a good idea for a future show down the road, though, because you were just talking about artists who are reimagining their work. Oh, yeah. And about 10 songs popped into my head just then. That would be a fun topic at some point. I think so. I think you're yeah. dead on. Well, I'm very excited and not for this next one. Uh, okay, so in the pantheon of bands that I love, I love, that is U2, and the next one down is Oasis. And I'm not just talking the band Oasis, I'm talking everything that has come out of Oasis, like... When the Gallagher's split, 
I have followed both Gallagher's and their crazy solo album path. But my favorite one is Noel because he wrote everything. He wrote Don't Look Back in Anger. He wrote Wonderwall. I can go through a whole list of songs that Americans don't know that I love. But um, he's great. And I've seen, if you ever get a chance to go see Noel Gallagher and his High Flying Birds, I highly recommend it. I've seen him three times. And every time has been phenomenal. Like he does not put on a bad show and he has uh, he's one of those artists where you go into the show and he's playing music and the music's really good beforehand. And you're going, Oh man, what is that? I've never heard that before. Oh, okay. I gotta make sure I have that. And like, I had to make a list. It was great. Um, So a few days ago, there was an announcement on his page saying that he was going to be releasing something. And then the release date came and he said, you know what? I'll tell you after I play the single. Uh, This is Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. And this is called We're On Our Way. So that is We Are On Our Way Now by Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. As I was saying before, there were these dates saying, hey, it's going to be a new announcement. So the announcement was a single. The single belongs to a greatest hits album of Noel Gallagher's solo records. Now, let me let I know. I know this is this is what really got me. So first, you have to understand he has three solo albums. Three. One, two, three. That's it. And there is part of me that thinks, oh man, how Noel Gallagher of him. Yo, I've made three albums. Let's put out a let's put out a greatest hits because every single was a hit. You know? Like it's very it's very good. Yeah. But you know, he could be fulfilling like a record contract clause or something. I just, the last time I heard him say the next thing he was going to do was he was doing an Oasis album without his brother. So I was kind of hoping that this was what was coming. Like, no, we're going to do it. It's 
it's an Oasis album, just no Liam. So I was, I was kind of excited because it's like Oasis, come on, <laughs> that's exciting. And then I get this slow, and and the problem is I might actually like the song, but the news hit me so bad that it was a silly compilation greatest hits album that I can't like the song right now. I have, oh, no. I need, I need time. I need time away from it, but I'm Gosh, a fan. Got to heal. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. It's just it. It kind of was one of those moments where I was like, "Really, you're gonna do this to me?" I've like defended you in conversations and music and stuff, and you're gonna, you're gonna put out this, this. Oh, and the last album wasn't even that good. Yeah, like, no, it wasn't. It was not good. There was maybe two songs I would save off of it, and uh, it's just, I just, I just. I don't know. Oh, and I think you liked it, right? I did um, like it, but you know what? It sounded like to me like a, one of those James Bond songs, like at the very beginning when you have, you know, like women that, you know, like their dress has like it's water and, you know, it's, it sounds like the opening credits to a James Bond movie. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because for years he was rumored to be in line to write the theme for a James Bond song. Oh, so you might not be wrong, but at maybe. The same time, <laughs> I, I did love all the instrumentation. No. The instrumentation was super dope. And no, look, he's he's a phenomenal songwriter. Yeah, and, and 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 his band is great, and I still love him. I'm just a little ticked. I've <laughs> just like oh, I really needed some new Noel Gallagher music, and I just I got the one song, and that was it. But. I got you. I, I can understand that. I'll just have to deal for a while, I guess. Uh, I need to allow me allow me to to lighten your mood a little bit with my next track. Yay! This is this is another one that I found on Bandcamp that I just flipping adore. And this band is called Sunny and the Sunsets. And I think what's going to happen is you're going to go and our record heads are going to go, I don't know why Owen likes this, until you get it. Like There'll be a point when you'll go, oh yeah, that's why Owen likes this. And I'm not even going to tell you what it is. I just want to see if you can figure it out. So here it is. This song is called Ring My Bell by Sonny and the Sunsets. Anyone. I am not sad nor am I lonesome 
it just keeps building up and it just adds keeps on laying cool layers of instruments on there but i bet anyone who knows me at least a little bit knows exactly they're like here comes a steel guitar oh yeah yeah that's his owen's thing oh yeah that's where, where it turned around for owen i can't stop listening to it because i freaking love the steel guitar parts they're so amazing so I've ventured two guesses that made you like that. Yeah. Uh, yes, the steel guitar. But the other thing I was going to say was you are a fan of harmonies. Yeah, and the oh harmonies on yes, that I chorus, am. that harmonies in the chorus were were great. Yes, they and, are. And uh, by the way, if you don't know how much this man loves steel guitar, he uh, was. It was almost like he was trying to do an air guitar face for it, you know. <laughs> He's the only man I know that is like sitting down there, like doing air steel guitar. Air steel guitar, like a, yeah. Like it I had hurts. my pedal going. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Ah, oh, man. Steel guitars are fun, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They rock my world hard. Hardcore. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was that's good stuff there, man. I enjoy it. It's really, it's really cool. I like how it does keep building. I Does it get psychedelic? No, it gets, oh, it kind of has that. I don't know what you call that is if it's a clavier or whatever, but it's kind of got that. It's almost got it, it's got it, there's a Adams family ish kind of instrument that comes in on that third. And that's why I was waiting. I was kind of f- fading it out slow because it was start of it. Start of it was coming in there because it, it just on what I heard, it like almost veers there. And then I guess it veers away. But like it, it almost has that psychedelic feel to it i mean uh, i could see that it is clearly effects driven and there's yeah. some echo on it and which is kind of cool for sure yeah very very cool song awesome uh, thank you okay i get. i guess it's i guess it's me so this Back is the last you, of, sir the last of the latest listen dump from me and i can't we we at this at, on this uh podcast record heads if you will um cannot ignore when a big band like one of those bands that are considered in the pantheon of biggest band in the world comes out with a single you've gotta you've gotta pay attention to it well um it also happens that i kind of like this band um i think Owen does too so very much so we're definitely gonna run it so here is the latest offering from that big band across the pond known as Coldplay, and this is called Higher Power. Sometimes I just can't take it. Sometimes I just can't take it, and it isn't all right. I'm not gonna make it. And I think my shoes are tight. I'm like a broken record and I'm not playing rap Just so to go out and kill me Till you tell me on the heavenly phone So hold tight Come on, come on Oh, oh, oh Come on, come on Don't let go Oh, hold tight, hold tight Oh, it's alright, it's alright, you said I got my hands up shaking just to let you Singing every second, dancing every hour. Oh, yeah, you've got a high. 
That's the new one from Coldplay called Higher Power coming off of their soon-to-be-released album, of which I do not know the name of. Uh, but I do want to say something. Number one, I liked it. I didn't like it at first. I heard it. I had to hear it a couple times before I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go with you on this. Number two, my biggest concern is because the last album, which I've had this conversation with Owen, the last album was so good because they did something different and they didn't sound like they usually sound and they pushed their boundaries and they, uh, they experimented with different kinds of music and all of this stuff. And now I feel like they're like, okay, well, let's go back and record something poppy. Maybe the rest of the album isn't poppy like that. Maybe that's the only song. I don't know. But they do have a history of going back to what people like after they swing for the fences on something crazy. Like I said, I like the song. It's a solid Coldplay song. It's almost like it hits all the Coldplay tropes that you want, right? Like it, it does all the things that modern Coldplay does, but it's it's not necessarily new. I still love it. I could see myself going to a concert and seeing it and be like, yeah, Coldplay. But um you know, it, it just is what it is. And and the thing about it, you also have to remember, I think, is they have nothing left to prove to anybody. They'll like they've done it. They're the, they're there. And it and I've always, always thought it must be harder to write music when you've done it. Like you've done it all. And now you're just trying to keep the, the machine running. That's it, you know. But Owen, what are what are you thinking? What did you think about it? And I mean, where I, are you falling on all I of really this? I really like it. I mean, it's it's fun and it's it's Coldplay. It just sounds. I can imagine what it would look like live. I mean, lots of lights, lots of dancing around. Uh, you know, I think it's fun. I think it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. And I, I like you. The more I listen to it, the more I like. I really like the chorus. So yeah. that's kind of what wins me over. And and you liked the last album too, right? Oh, you were so you, much. Yes, you were on that. You're on that same page. We had this discussion the other day. We we're like, why wasn't that last album a bigger deal? Oh yeah, that should have been it's a, a mystery. And and you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say it. If you haven't gotten to see what Coldplay did to release that album, I don't know if you get. Do you remember this? Okay. So if you go back and look at Everyday Life and go to uh, YouTube, because it's on there, they did a set at sunrise and then a set at sunset in the city of Jordan. And it was this really beautiful landscape. And it was just, it was amazing. It was unlike anything I've ever seen before. And it was just really great. And it's two hours well worth your time. Like, an hour at sunrise and an hour at sunset and just go check it out. I think Owen knows what I'm talking about. Like definitely it's so good. Watch it on your really good. Yeah. Watch it on your big screen TV and (laughs) just, just take it in. Absolutely. Round this out. So we round this one out. So with the dump. Yeah. (laughs) 
Thank you for saying round and dump in one sentence. I, I really appreciate that. It was flush nice. it, flush it, Owen. <laughs> That's it. Is it's? I have I, I have the sticky note right here that I've written. It, it's gonna get done. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it is. So you can even hear my my ballpoint pen. We need to do an <laughs> ASMR show. That might drive me nuts. I'm not sure that's a good idea. <laughs> okay, this last one. I'm gonna get sappy on you, Josh. The 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 lyrics. It reminds me of uh, a certain special lady that I'm that I'm seeing right now. So uh, I'm not gonna dig any further into that. But. Uh, yeah, it's a really good song. So this is uh, by a guy called J.P. Sachs, and uh, this is called Like That. You should know I'm a ways past the point where my mind can change. Nothing I'd rearrange. You're the perfect combination of reckless, stubborn and affectionate And when you tell me we're steady, I know you mean every word of it No one's ever loved me like that 3am in a hospital bed, running high on my meds Saying no one's ever loved me like that Tell me no, you don't have to be strong, you're allowed to be wrong no one's ever loved me like that Mama cried cause your love is the kind She always wished I would find No one's ever loved me like that No one's ever loved me like that When I'm a mess or at my best You're the first thing I don't second guess I've seen enough and I can So yeah, so a little, uh, little, uh love song to get you into the uh, the vibe of the summer there so i really kind of dig that i just like i like the idea of uh i like that it talks about what maybe a real love is versus just sort of a sugary sweet first six months kind of thing which is kind of cool so yeah that's uh that's pretty cool I'm not gonna lie the chorus is very relevant yes right now. definite um i was like oh boy rona love that's yeah that's, exactly that's deep man hey you guys get vaccinated seriously yeah yes please please okay <laughs> anyways um so yeah it's uh i i thought it was good um sounds like you're in love good stuff yeah yeah definitely so <laughs> yeah thank you sir <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome everyone deserves to be happy yes that is true Every, everyone and i does. hope all of our record heads are happy yes you happy record heads. You must be because you just made it to the end of the latest lesson dump. Yes, and and you're the two hundredth listener. Wow. Yeah, just in case you forgot from That's 10 awesome. Ago. What a great night. <laughs> what a great day. Whatever time of day night thing it is for you. <laughs> wherever wherever what whatever part of the world you are, the whatever kind of whatever kind of time construct you're stuck in. This this has been this has been momentous, momentous. You record head. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna move on. Um, when we started, when we did our first podcast, if you haven't listened to it, please go back and check it out. 
Uh, we let me retract that. Let me re- let me start over. Owen <laughs> brought a little unknown country artist and played her song on our podcast, and her name was Morgan Wade, and now she has a full album. Her her name still is Morgan Wade, Josh. Just yeah. just so you know. Well, you never know. Some things may change. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, Prince had the symbol era. Yeah, you never can tell. Maybe it was Wade Morgan. We'll never know. It could. <laughs> but um, so yeah, uh, Morgan Wade. Wade, and it's so good. Yeah, you want to play something from it now? Yeah, I mean, do you want to be? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. I I adore. So this is this is if I were to rate my 2021 listens so far, this is by far and away my. F- favorite album that's come out so far and i want to go ahead and start with one of my one of my main squeezes off of this album so this is this song is called uh, the other side which is really cool But we had some good times too You knew my skin back before I had all these tattoos a travesty to shut that one off that one's so freaking good so uh i do adore that song i love the idea of uh you knew me back before my skin had all these tattoos like it just sort of uh sucks in the whole idea of uh uh, of uh history like you've you've known me for a super long time and i i love that she said it in such a way that wasn't obvious but sort of emoted something long time and serious. So one of the things I do want to say too is that uh, this album is produced by the great Sadler Vaden. And if you have not heard of Sadler Vaden record heads, he is the guitarist from Jason Isbell and the 400 unit, which is, I mean, Jason Isbell, I, I, in my estimation is the best songwriter going right now. He is fuck nominal and so when you think about that it really isn't hard to kind of slot this in that same kind of music and it's not people will call it country and it is definitely is country she's got that virginia drawl in it but it's so much more than country like there's elements of rock in there there's all kinds of wonderful stuff um he also was in a band called uh driving and crying back in the 90s uh they, their big hit was Fly Me Courageous, which was a pretty darn good track. Uh, 
but he's doing a lot of producing right now. And so they're saying that he may be eventually not in Jason Isbell's band anymore, but he may just be doing his own thing where he's a session guitarist and a producer, which I think is super cool. Didn't he produce one of the other songs that we've played on here before? Um, Bomb Through the Breeze or something like yes, that? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. He did yeah, produce yeah. Bomb Through the Breeze. Yes, we were talking about that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. cool. So, um, What do you yeah. think about that track, Josh, the other side? Well, it's on my uh, list of songs that I really like Sweet. on the album. Yeah. So when you played it, I was like, I know that one. Yes. Like that one. Yeah. That's the one I would have gone for. I feel um, like the first like five songs to me are just bangers. They just yeah. are so good. Absolutely. Like the, the whole first half of the album is single one, single two, single three, <laughs> single four, single three. Right. goes in there. But she's not done yet. Like if yeah. you get to track six, which is Last Cigarette. Oh, that's that, a good one. That's still – that could be a single two. And that's where – you know how you said that, yes, this is country. That's the most uncountry song on the entire album. Yeah, exactly. Like, I will call it the moment I heard it, I was like, whoa, that's pop. That's yeah, a pop it's song. absolutely pop. And it's, it's, when I say this, you're going to think, oh, he doesn't like it. It's my least favorite song on the album, but I still love it. Like, I think it's great. Yeah. No, I didn't, I wouldn't think that at all. Yeah. Um, so I, here's what I think about this album if you're, interested uh i know the record heads are kind of into it uh no here's the deal um it's what when i listen to it there's a lot of things happening i'm hearing touches of lucinda williams voice oh yeah i'm hearing some shades of and forgive me for the comparison because i don't like to speak his name often but ryan adams like honestly and i used to like him a lot until he oh, became a major horrible he was one of my very of favorites and i was broken hearted yeah. when he turned out to be such a jerk yeah but um this feels like a kind of album he would he would do yeah even i feel like this is a worthy uh like it, it fills that role like i could stick that in that slot of ryan adams listening for me and and, and that would be okay like i could i could handle yeah. that for sure. The other thing I like about her is I just like she's consistent. Like the any time that where I was listening to it and I was sitting there going, I wonder if I'm going to like this. Then something would change. And right. suddenly I was in. I yeah. was like, OK, so yeah. like uh, the mend is a great example because yeah. that one is a slower track. And I was like, OK. And then she hits that chorus and I'm like, whoa. Yep. All right, that's a whole new song. Like I'm yeah. totally in now. Um, I, oh, and I'll, I'll tell you too, "Reckless," yeah. which is the name. It's the the song "Reckless." I could hear Taylor Swift singing that on one of her last two albums. Like it could mm -hmm. slot in on folklore really well. I think. Yeah, I'm with so. you. Well, um, let's rate this bad boy. I, I gotta say. Man, I really like it. I'm not a country guy, but I thought it was really, really good. But I, I don't think I would give it a 10, but I'm coming from a different place than, than Owen probably is. Um, man, at least eight and a half to a nine, though. That is, like, that's impressive. 
it's solid. Like it's a yeah. solid record because I can listen to it over and over again and I'm not tired of it. And each, each listen you pick up on something new. Right. And, and, and it's really solid. So um, yeah, I'd go eight and a half to a nine. I'm somewhere Excellent. in that range. Yeah. I can't give it one or the other because it, I kind of, I don't know, fluctuate, but know that it's, it's a solid album. Oh yeah. It's a solid album. And yeah. I will not be surprised if this is on, if we get to the end of the year and we see all the end of the year list and this is in the top 10. Oh At least, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. It, it better be because if it isn't, then I'm going to be kind of shocked. <laughs> right. But, exactly. but it, it's a great, great album. And yeah. Uh, Oh, and again, proving that, you know, there are, there is good country out there. You oh, just, totally. You just got to find it. Thanks for, yeah. thanks for bringing that to me. Cause dude, yeah, absolutely. Uh, my thought on it is, um, I mean, I dearly love this. We were talking a lot last episode about the, the concept of Americana. And I think this album for me checks off all of the things I love about Americana. It's not one style of music. It's a bunch of different styles, and it's all of the styles of music that I love, right? There's some little funky drum breaks in there at a time. There's a lot of country. There's a lot of rock. There's some pop sensibilities. I just I love it. And one of the things that I really appreciate about this album and love about this album is it has kind of gotten the feather duster and dusted off that whole concept for me and added some new life into the style of music that I love so much. And it's kind of added to the pantheon of stuff that I love. Like I would put this up there to me in heavy rotation with like Uncle Tupelo, Anodyne, uh, Old 97s, things like that. The stuff that I just, that I can just go throw on right now and play. Uh, and I, so I would give this album a 10. This is, I, I don't know that I've given a 10 in a long time. Well, certainly not on this show ever, nope. but I don't give albums tens. I don't, I mean, I don't give, I never gave student essays 100s cause there's always room for improvement, but this one is, this one is as close to perfect as I've heard in a long time. And I dearly, dearly love it. Well, and I, you know, something else, I, and I forgot to mention this earlier. I was listening to her today cause I had to go pick my mom up from the airport and, uh, I was listening to it and I just thought, Man, she's the first country artist I've heard in years where I don't feel like she's fake. Like I don't feel like it's 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 a any of what I'm hearing is is not heartfelt or soul driven. And I and I also feel like she's one of those rare rare country artists that can stand up with Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings and and I thought man I hope I hope Morgan Wade gets a chance to do something with Willie like that was my yeah that was my first thought like after having like after really thinking about it really dissecting because I just see those two worlds colliding and being really really fruitful oh absolutely you know so yeah and I mean I already mentioned the fact that uh 
Reckless could be a Taylor Swift song. It yeah. also sounds, this current arrangement, it sounds to me a lot. Do you remember Grace Potter and the Nocturnals? Yes, yes, It yes, sounds yes. a lot in its current arrangement like a Grace Potter and the Nocturnals song. Especially like the uh, the early, the first Grace Potter album. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, man. Go out and get the Morgan Wade album, Wilder Days. But you've it's earned the stamp of approval from uh, the record room, I would say. Uh, so that leads us to the patented top three. Top three songs about space. She packed my bags last night, pre-flight. Zero hour. 9 a.m. And I'm gonna be high as a kite by then. I miss the earth so much. I miss my wife. It's lonely out in space. It's lonely out in space. It's super lonely out in space. Uh, well, it is was the magical week of May the 4th be with you, Revenge of the 5th, Return of the 6th, whatever you want to call all that fun, fun stuff. Uh, and it's and also yesterday, yesterday was the 8th of May. The 8th of May. The 8th, 8th of, of May. May. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going to do top three songs about space. Who? We didn't talk about this. Who wants to go first? I think you should go first. Okay. <laughs> I, I definitely don't mind going first. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So, top three just, songs. Just strike a match after you're done. That's all I ask. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So, number three. Number three, top three songs about space. Now, uh, this this is uh, this was a little bit tougher than I anticipated. Yes, um, I didn't I didn't have it ready. I didn't have it like I like number one was the first one I thought of. I was like, oh, that's number one without a doubt. But uh, I decided to go a little bit more different, I guess, with some. I don't know. I'll just tell you what it is. Uh, number three, here is Under the Milky Way Tonight by The Church. Sometimes when this place gets kind of empty Sound of their breath fades with the light I think about the loveless fascination Under the Milky Way tonight Lower the curtain down Lower the curtain down, alright I got no time 
Under the Milky Way Tonight by the Church, which coincidentally is about the Milky Way, the galaxy of which I believe we are located in. I'm not very good at astronomy. Um, so there's that. But it's also somehow about Memphis. And I love that Memphis is part of the, the, the galaxy. Apparently, yes, it is. Yes. You want to get if you want to get technical, yes. And then my, my favorite parts of that song, though, deal with like two word combinations, like loveless fascination. That That's a great, those two words together are fantastic. And then the other one, I got no time for private consultation. So you are a lawyer and you're having a busy day, I guess. I don't really know. <laughs> But I, but I really have always loved that song, and I tried to be. Uh, I was in a band once where we considered covering it, and we couldn't pull it off. And I kept trying to tell my go guys, "There's something missing. There's a reason we can't play this live, or even get a ride in practice." And years later, I texted my buddy who was in that band, and I go, "Keyboards." <laughs> That's what we, we don't have. We had no keyboards. And he goes, what are you talking about? And I told him, and he goes, dude, move on. Like, <laughs> it's been years. But <laughs> So, anyways, that's my number three. Number two, nice. imagine, imagine yourself in an intergalactic spaceship. You're out just cruising around in the middle of nowhere. And you're just enjoying life. And you've got enough whatever it is that fuels your spaceship to get to wherever you're going. And you're like, man, I got to ha- hear a good song because not only am I like in an awesome spaceship, but I'm also in love. So I need to hear something that's that's awesome and, and stuff. So I'm going to play Starlight by Muse because that'll do it. That is Muse with Starlight for your, uh, you know, cruising pleasure. 
you, you gotta love the fuzz on that bass, dude. I dude, love it. It's, it's everything when that song starts. Yeah. Um, have you had the pleasure of seeing them live? Oh yes, yes. In Dude. fact, I saw them open up for your band, the U two, at uh, at the at the Death Star. So. Yeah, you were at probably one of the most unfortunate U two shows that have ever existed. With Why these. is that? I thought it was fabulous. I did too, but the sound. Everybody who went, like all the fans, were like, "Sound was terrible." Was not good. And I was like, See, I was crazy? on the lower level. I thought it sounded great. I was, I was like right in front of Jerry Jones's box. Yeah, I was sitting in a great seat too. I thought it was incredible. But yeah, yeah it, anyways. But um, I had I've seen Muse three times. First time I didn't get it. Um, the second time was uh, Fort Worth Convention Center, I think. Because I saw them open for U2 and then they did, or it was one, I can't remember which came first. But the third time is when I got it. And uh, it was for this last album that they did, which is great. If you haven't heard their last album, uh, it's it's really, really good. But it's it was either going to be, it was either going to be Starlight or Supermassive Black Hole. <laughs> like it was... Like they write about space. They, that's yep. their thing. And it, 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 just listen to their stuff for a few minutes and you'd be like, oh, yeah, they're space band. Yeah, they're totally <laughs> spacey. Um, but yeah, you're right. The bass is oh, so good. So good. Speaking of bass. Ah, there we go. Nice transition. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of bass. And we've gone to the Milky Way and then we went far away. And now we're coming back. <laughs> To the moon. We're going to go to the moon. And for number one, I've decided we're going to take a little walk on the moon with uh, the police. You know, Owen, the older I get, there there are just some bands that I don't know, like maybe you weren't as into them when you were younger. And like the older you get and you go back and visit and revisit. I just like the police more and more all the time. It's hard not to like a man. I I, I, I absolutely adore the drummer. So Oh yeah, Stuart Copeland's a beast. Yeah. Stupid Copeland, yeah, like Stu- all Stuart, three not stupid. No, not Stuart. Stuart. Did I say Stuart? No, I did. Oh, okay. 
man, this has been this has been a wheels off, as Brett it Miller is. would say. It's kind of fun. Um, but all I've uh, had to have is this uh, A&W root beer as well. It's uh, <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes all we need is some caffeine. But, exactly. Uh, so no, I that band for me, like I, it's hard for me to think of a better. And there are a lot of great power trios, but man, they should be up in like top five category of just amazing musicians. But that, that song is really great because it's got, they've taken reggae and new wave and they really did something special with it and just gave it kind of a, it did the first time I heard it, it did feel like you were kind of walking on the moon musically. Giant steps are what you take. Yeah. Walking on the moon. Yeah. And I like Sting's delivery. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, that's my top three. That's a nice top three, sir. Very very good. Well, thank you very much, Owen. I'm space. Space. All right. Yes. Yes. Space. All right, man. What what have you, what, what kind of craziness do you have going on for us? So, this uh, this was not a hard choice for me. I, I feel like I came up with mine pretty easily, although I had I had to eliminate a lot of them. I had to, the hardest part was narrowing them down. So I'm gonna start with a um, a song that is not necessarily about space proper, but it's about um, spiritual space, if you will. So it's everything right it's uh across the universe by the beatles words are flowing out like endless rain into a paper cup they slither wildly as they slip away across the universe pools of sorrow waves of joy are drifting through my opened mind possessing and caressing me So yeah, so that's uh, my number one there, and uh, my affinity for Buddhism actually totally jibes with that song. So it's really, really cool. I love the lyrics as well. I think this, just the lyrics are just amazing. You you know what gets me about that song every time I hear it is it's What's... John singing and not George. Right. You know, like I would expect that from George, but it's it John. definitely. Um, it's a great song. Dude, you can't argue with the Beatles. And if you right. are arguing with the Beatles, then we need to have a discussion. Yeah, exactly. I just, I love the line of words are flowing out like endless rain into a paper cup. I just, yes. wow. Just yeah. amazing. It's really good. Yep. So my next song is by my Alpha and Omega, Neil Young. 
I don't think I've gotten many chances to talk about Neil on the show, um, but um, he is at the very tip top of my favorites list. I adore him. I've adored him my whole life. Um, and the first time I heard Cinnamon Girl as a kid, I knew he was it for me. So this is a song about alien abductions. And it's got some amazing... It's So he takes the perspective of someone who is cowering uh, and hiding from aliens as, as they're invading, right? Um, and... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and roll it. This is After the Gold Rush by Neil Young. Well, I dreamed I saw the knights in armor come and saying something about a queen. There were peasants singing and drummers drumming and the archers split the tree. There was a fanfare blowing to the sun that was floating on the breeze. Look at Mother Nature on the run in the Look at Mother Nature on the run in the 1970s I was lying in a burned out basement with the full moon in my eyes I was hoping for replacement when the sun burst through the sky There was a band playing in my head And I felt like getting high I was thinking about what a friend had said I was hoping it was a lie Thinking about what a friend had said I was hoping it was a lie Alright, so that was After the Gold Rush by the great Neil Young one of the things that I love about that song is we didn't get to play the whole thing, but the last line was, is flying Mother Nature's silver seed to a new home in the sun. I just think that's such a cool line about getting on a spaceship and flying somewhere else. But I also wanted to get it through, I love the solo and I, I want to say it's the French horn, but I don't know. It's some kind of brass instrument. But I do dearly, dearly love it. It's a great song. I know how you feel. You're not a Neil Young fan. That's okay. I have never heard that song before. Are you serious? Wow. Because That's like his I, second solo album. Because I'm not a huge Neil Young person. Right. I just kind of let it go. It was yeah, an interesting that, that, track. That's okay. 
I'm not, I have no problem with him. Yeah. He is he is not a sworn musical enemy. He just uh, doesn't move the needle for you. He re- really doesn't. But hey, you know what? Uh, you know what I can appreciate about him as an English teacher? His turn of phrase and lyrics. Oh my so, gosh, yes. There you go. There's some hollow. Absolutely. Solid Absolutely. stuff there. Yeah, I just think that's a really great song. And I do love it when, when he has those times of playing the piano as opposed to playing guitar. Um, I do love, he does a lot of really weird things and they're experimental. But I like it when he comes home and some of his essential things. And one of the things he, that he is awesome is when he does piano. And he's actually done... In the last decade, he's done like a chamber music album, which is really phenomenal. Um, but yeah, I just love his stuff with the piano. So Crazy Horse is always great. It's got a place, but the piano stuff is amazing. So that was after the Gold Rush. And then my last, well, I guess it's my first, my favorite song about space is by the great Starman himself, David Bowie. Um, Josh and I have had lots of talk about the great David Bowie, uh, and we both like different eras of him, and we think we might do a show at some point about the different eras, um, which I think would be kind of cool to have a little comprehensive, it would end up being a comprehensive discussion. Um, but this is my favorite song by him, off of my favorite album by him. Uh, this is off of the Ziggy Stardust album, um, but it's called Starman. So that's a great freaking song by the great David Bowie. And uh, Ronson on High Harmonies, man, I just love it. And that little guitar solo thing almost made my top three for our guitar solo show. That would have been solid. Yeah, totally. Tell you what, Ziggy plays guitar, man. Yes, he did. He, uh, did. he jams good with Webb and Gilly in the he does. Mars. He really does. <laughs> I love that album. I seriously love that album. I have it 
on vinyl and CD and cassette. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. that's that's a big one. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good, man. Uh, I I love that song. Again, your top three you can't argue with. Yeah, uh, like awesome. they're all really solid. Yeah, I'd, very cool. I'd say if if you're one of those uh, out there that listen and go, let's see who's better this week. I'd say you win. Like, <laughs> Maybe not even not even a like a competition. I'd just say you win. But I just. You know. One of the things, I mean, I've always loved Starman, but one of the, one of my favorite stories was, remember when The Martian came out? Yeah. He was stuck on Mars and he had to figure out a way to survive a year or however long it took for someone to come rescue him. Right. And so that song was in it. And I went to go to that movie with a friend of mine and his daughter. His daughter is, she was like a middle school kid and uh, she's a theater person. And she heard that and she was like, Oh my God! I really love that song. By by, I love I love that song, Starman. Who's it by? And her dad was like, I don't know. Oh, and you know, he's like, yeah, it's David Bowie. And I was like, you really would like David Bowie because he was a performance artist. Like he wasn't so much in the musician realm. He was really a performance artist. Like he put together characters for stage and you know took on personas to record whole albums. And then she became this huge David Bowie fan because he was a <laughs> performance artist. That's which I thought funny. Was kind of cool. Yeah, does she know about Dance Magic Dance, I wonder? No, I I, I didn't mention that. Yeah. <laughs> Probably for the best. Uh, okay, well, hey. Buzzkill that... Josh has made another opinion appearance. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I don't know, I do kind of like that song, so I won't, I won't say much. But um, <laughs> that brings us to another end of the great podcast known as the record room featuring me josh and the great owen it is always a it's pleasure me. i'm owen that's right you are <laughs> owen you are uh i don't really know what we have planned for the next episode other than maybe van weezer so oh yeah definitely got to look at van weezer yeah that dropped so, recently so if you want to uh take a look at that and so you can be kind of on board with us and yell at us as we get the review wrong or or you know applaud us as we get I, it right i teased that i teased that we would be reviewing that album i'm deciding that's how i'm going to attack our social media presence i'm going to start teasing yeah things that we have coming up it's a good idea yeah like uh we've got one that i'm the one i'm really excited about which i think is a couple episodes down the road that if i've got it planned correctly will be the Eagles, are they better <sighs> together or are they better solo? Man, if you want to hear some some Josh and Owen getting amped up, that's going to be a good episode. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be fun. <laughs> we need to do an episode of uh, music villains. Oh, that would be really good. And you know what? I'm really waiting on musical confessions. Like we need to do, we need to do this because that was we were, we have the voice now for it. We can do our you know our our. Uh, <laughs> or the skeletons in the closet episode. Oh man, I got our some. guilty pleasures. Indeed, we call it musical confessions. Indeed, indeed. Well, <laughs> hopefully we've given you enough reason to tune back Thank into you the next. Josh, for I have sinned. I've loved Tom Jones for the last thirty years. Owen, can you do me a favor and, and smack the smack the mouse? <laughs> Not knock him out, can you? 
I, I've I've told him to go away. Okay, good idea. All right. Yeah, yeah. He's just um, trying to get in the spirit of of musical confessions. Yeah, I can. I he can loves tell. Tom Jones. He yes, really he loves Tom Jones, man. Yeah. Hey, you know what? My mom loves Tom Jones. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. This has been the Record Room with Josh and Owen. We will see you all again real soon. Have a great whatever you're having, and. <laughs> <laughs> and uh we'll see you soon and yay you're the 200th listener way to go follow us on twitter at the record room p1 send us a top three dang it the truth was sold that's where the trail goes cold my shoulders shudder at the thought of popping my chest out as i walk home alone under the arches there's this Oh, with a car boot full of stolen phones, knock off cologne.